plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to Locked On Cowboys. I'm your host, Drew Davidson of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. It is Monday, January 23rd. I am headed down to the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Yes, it is time to get ready. The offseason is in full force for the Dallas Cowboys after the disappointing end to their season, losing to the uh, Green Bay Packers in the divisional round. So, Cowboys... Uh, kind of back to the drawing board, seeing what they need to do uh, in order to get to where they want to go, which is, of course, the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, I, when I'm at the Senior Bowl, I, there's a few names I'm interested in. Josh Carraway, the TCU kid, defensive end. He could be a, a third, fourth-round type guy for the – uh, Cowboys, Deshaun Hall, the Texas A&M, another defensive end projected to go second, third round. Is a guy certainly to keep an eye on. Jordan Willis, a Kansas State defensive end. He's projected as well as a second, third round pick. Another guy, uh, the Cowboys, of course, aren't going to be in the mix for a guy like Miles Garrett out of Texas A&M or Jonathan Allen out of Alabama. As, you know, those guys will, are, are top five picks, so... Uh, so it's it's interesting to see, I, you know, I, you know, maybe a guy like Taco Charlton or, or someone like that uh, is certainly a candidate for the Cowboys uh, in the first round. But you know, I also think they're going to come back in the second, third round and look uh, for the pass rush uh, because the you know the the team isn't uh, didn't have a terrible year. Uh, relatively speaking to their other couple seasons uh, in terms of sacks uh, they finished with 36 sacks uh, 209 yards total loss Benson Mayo led the team with 6 Malik Collins had 5 Tyrone Crawford had 4.5 David Irving had 4 Jack Crawford had 3.5 David Irving led the team in quarterback pressures according to the coaches stats with 26 Tyrone Crawford had 17 Malik Collins 14 Demarcus Lawrence 13 Jack Crawford 12 and when you look at it David Irving Benson Mayoa Tyrone Crawford Malik Collins all under team control coming back to next year uh, Jack Crawford is not of course uh, so Terrell McClain uh, who saw a lot of action in there is not as well so uh, you know, we, we've been saying this for a lot of times or a lot of years that uh, in the last couple of years, the Cowboys need to improve their pass rush, and uh, they, they certainly do. Uh, you, know, you know, Randy Gregory flashed a little bit of potential. Unfortunately, he's not an option next season. Demarcus Lawrence has flashed potential. 
Unfortunately, he's dealing with a back injury. Could have surgery on it at some point this offseason. Uh, a guy like David Irving uh, has flashed, played well, needs to become more consistent. Uh, but, you know, you got to like what you've seen out of uh, David Irving. But there's no question the Cowboys are going to be looking at pass rush uh, very heavily in the draft as well as secondary. And I saw a... Uh, uh, tweet or uh, blog post where someone said the Cowboys could be interested in the uh, Clemson quarterback uh, Sidney Jones uh, and that would make sense. I mean Mo Claiborne, Brandon Carr are free agents so certainly at 28th overall they could be looking at uh, a cornerback there so uh, it should be interesting. I'm, I'm excited to get down to Mobile. It's always a good time. Uh, you know, make sure you check out the Star Tire. I'm for sure going to catch up with a couple of Dak Prescott's former college teammates. Uh, Fred Ross, wide receiver out of Mississippi State, is scheduled to be there, as well as his old right tackle, Justin Sr., uh, also the Mississippi State product, will be in Mobile. So. Certainly going to keep an eye on those guys, as I said. Going to keep an eye on those defensive ends, as I did last year. Going to also watch out for some of the defensive backs. Uh, and, of course, the local guys. Guys like Justin Evans, the safety out of Texas A&M. Uh, you, you know, there, there's a couple, of, as I said, the Caraway kid out of TCU. So, uh, Josh Reynolds, the wide receiver out of A&M. Uh, wide receiver actually, you know, makes some sense for the Cowboys to look at uh, going into the draft. I, I don't think they'll use a high, high pick on a, on a wide receiver, but with the guy like Terrence Williams set to hit free agency and a guy like Bryce Butler hitting free agency, uh, Des Bryant, you know, uh, clearly a, a solid, solid receiver, but, you know, he missed games again with an injury. He only had 50 catches, 796 yards, eight touchdowns this season. Uh, the eight touchdowns led the team, but uh, the 50 catches were 25 behind Cole Beasley's 75. And uh, Cole Beasley also had 37 more receiving yards than Dez. Uh, Cole, of course, led the team with 833. So wide receiver, another position certainly to watch for going into this. And I also... Uh, and I think without a question, those are the two biggest needs. It's it's not rocket science. Pass rush and some help with the secondary, just when you look at the uh, impact each unit made and the guys are losing, it's fairly clear. Uh, the Cowboys could certainly use some help on that end. And, and with that being said, uh, you know, we're away from the draft, but, you know, the free agency is going to pick up in March. And I don't see the Cowboys being big players. You know, everyone wanted, hey, are they going to go after Olivier Vernon? They didn't. Uh, you know, they went after guys like Cedric Thornton and Pensamayoa. I, I think they can do a little better, a little more than that this year. Uh, but Jason Pierre-Paul, I, I don't know. He's arguably the biggest market. I, I don't think they're going to uh, overpay for a guy like Jason Pierre-Paul. Uh, Chief safety Eric Berry is also set to become a free agent, but I don't see them paying an inflated price for an Eric Berry either. So 
so it will be interesting to see how they address the secondary defensive uh, pass rush in free agency going into the draft and uh, a lot of that could dictate what they do with the draft and of course uh, I'd be reminisced not to talk about Tony Romo no the Cowboys are not going to use a first round draft pick on a quarterback I don't even see them using a late round draft pick on a quarterback Uh, you know they'll either re-sign Cullen Moore or Mark Sanchez maybe both uh, Scott Linehan loves Kellen Moore and Dak and, and Mark Sanchez had a nice you know bond were really supportive of each other so I, I wouldn't be surprised if Cowboys bring both back which you know leaves to question uh, you know kind of what to do with Tony Romo Romo's base salary next year 14 million. He's going to count $24.7 million against the cap. Uh, so the, they have, you know, some different options. I mean, it's they're not going to pay a backup quarterback $14 million. So uh, the idea, and Jerry Jones has floated out, but the idea that Tony Romo is going to stay with the Cowboys I don't think has any legs. Uh, you know, the, the, the real question I think is, you know, if you, if you can – find a trade partner great but that's going to take Romo agreeing to restructure his deal uh, because a team at least I don't think a team's going to give up draft picks and take on Romo's salary I, I think you know hey if we're giving up a draft pick we want to you know kind of protect ourselves financially with Romo's contract because the guy has broken a bone in three of the last five games he's played so uh, so, uh, but the Cowboys could just release him outright tomorrow. Theoretically, he'd uh, had count 19.6 million against the cap in 2017. Uh, but in essence, that frees up 5.1 million in space. Uh, the other option is, you know, they could designate Roma as a post June 1st uh, uh, cut, and then that would. Uh, he would only cut 10.7 million against the cap next year or in 2017, but then it kind of has it backloaded. He's going to count 8.9 million against the 2018 cap. So, uh, is that worth it? I don't know. You know, do, do you want to just buck up and and take the 5.1 million in cap space this year and? and officially divorce part ways, or do you want to kind of spread it over two years? Uh, so that's that's an issue. And, uh, of course, Tony, he turns 37, he could look at retiring. You know, I, I don't think he's going to retire, but that, that possibility is out there. So a lot of questions. We get it underway this week at the Senior Bowl. I'll definitely be coming to you with uh, some sound and audio. From some of the Senior Bowl players, certainly going to catch up with Dak Prescott's former teammates, certainly going to catch up with some local guys uh, who could and should be on the Cowboys' radar. Uh, But yeah, that's going to do it. As always, I appreciate you guys tuning in. This is Locked on Cowboys with Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram.
Is Democracy in Danger or Decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.